you guys. What's up? And thank you so much for tuning in to this special, exclusive, unique, all that episode of Just So We're Clear. This time it is just me flying solo, but I am not alone because joined with me are three, well, very exciting people. It's Jason, Jerry, and Jed. These are the guys behind Chloe. Now, if you guys haven't caught Chloe out yet, it's now out on MeWatch. I believe it's also out on View. Um, uh, but it's just been such a great project to be a part of. And I really wanted to dive into the minds that created the show. So joining us from Duo Studio, I've got the three J's. Hey! <laughs> nice. Sam. I'm Jerry. Jason, did you just dab? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Come on, I, I, I haven't seen people in three <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> this is just the uh, effects on isolation. Like, this yeah, is... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he wants you, to you feel wanted. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, uh, guys, how has it been since we wrapped up Chloe? Well, I, I don't know for Jet, lah. I mean, but for me and Jason, for the company-wise, I think it's, it's just been working on Chloe until now, which is when it's released. So, I guess it's very freeing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like that, I guess. You guys must be sick of my face by now. <laughs> so used to your voice. Like... <laughs> <laughs> You can admit it. I've been like alone in quarantine, locked down for the last two months. I'm sick of my face. Yeah, you can admit uh, it, guys. You're tired of it's, this. It's I. <laughs> I go between <laughs> your face and Kishan's face and Naomi's face, so <laughs> it's fine. Variety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty much it's pretty much just rushing into like edits, and then after that, now getting our edits, and then now having extremely being extremely free and having nothing to do. Kind of, yeah. Like, I mean, there's still marketing, but yeah, because yeah. it's it's always like this for 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 doing a series. Like you you do so much for so in so little, like with so little time, and then after and that, then it's out already, and then you're like, like I have, I have like, nothing to do in life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jen. Yeah. No, no, no. All good. Um. Yeah, I think I feel like every production is like that, right? You know, it's just super intense, and then because it's so intense, after that, you're just like. What was happening? But um, yeah, so after production, I just went traveling. <laughs> like I traveled for a really long time. And then I just got, I got back in the new year. And then it was just like, okay, now I guess it's time to like come back to work. Um, yeah, so I just did some jobs. And then after that, it was, you know, lockdown. So really, it was all pretty chill. Yeah. You sound so like happy and content versus what those two guys just shared <laughs> this with is, me. This is They're exactly like, I why. I got my brain. I traveled. We, <laughs> and then, yeah. And I just, have, I just, yeah. Like, Jason's like I mean, dabbing. I Jerry's mean, like. Jason, Jason got to travel. Jason got to travel. So. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was very salty about it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. I went to, I went to, I went to, I went to Japan in December because once, once the script is out, honestly, I don't have much to do. Like I can give some input on the editing, uh, but other than that, because I'm not really trained that well on editing, I, 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 yeah, I, I just sit and watch them work. So yeah, I got to travel. Yeah, nice. So just to outline the roles of um who you guys are to our listeners. So Jerry is our director, and Jason and Jed wrote the script to Chloe. So I guess I want to start with you guys. Jed, so let's go. Sorry, Jen also did uh, art for the show as well. Um, Jason, uh, oh, Jason's, sorry, head, right. uh, uh, Jason's head writer, so I'm his co-writer. So. Okay. Yeah. And right. Jed is like sorry, also the art team as well, yeah. Yeah, Jed is also the art team. Um, but I do want to start with the story of Chloe and how it came about, where you guys drew inspiration from, and yeah, just how it even began. So maybe Jason, you can kind of kick off with that. Oh. Um, Okay, it's a very, it's a very long story. Uh, so basically, when I was uh when I was seventeen, I I, I used to work part time in the in the magazine department of a bookstore, and on one of our on one of our breaks, uh, I I usually during breaks I'll just take out magazines from the stacks and start reading them for fun, 
And um, this one particular magazine had, had an interview with with this some some celebrity, and the way they wrote that interview was like they were practically worshiping this person. Like like they made this person like 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 out to be this completely like perfect human being. And then I remember thinking to myself, uh, like, wow, like, 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 this this person is just way too, like, way too fucking perfect. And uh, she probably strangles puppies in her basement, like, as a hobby in order to balance all of that out. So yeah, that's that's pretty much how the idea for Chloe came about. And I had a character in my mind, but I didn't really have much of a story until uh, MediaCorp sent out around the pictures. And the the metrics for the brief were they wanted uh, stories with strong female characters, strong female characters, and uh, and it had to be something about social media. So like Jerry and I just started brainstorming, and we were thinking like you know how what kind of story could we put this character in? And at that particular time, you know when the briefs when the brief came out. Um, we were just, uh, we, there was a lot of news going around about uh, a few, like this one particular local sex scandal. I'm not talk about which one. And um, yeah, I, I remember thinking at the time that, you know, like, like after all was said and done, after all the outrage that came about online, um, nothing really came out of it, you know, and the people involved just kind of, stop being in the limelight, they just disappeared. And I was thinking, okay, you know, let's make a story about uh, how this uh, ruthless influencer uses a sex scandal to, to basically make a couple of people disappear and literally get away from others. So yeah, that's pretty much how it came about. So it was pretty much inspired by true events. Yeah, sort of. Um, just the general vibe of twenty nineteen, you know, with 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 Trump getting uh getting elected, you know, and with the um with with the Hong Kong riots and everything. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't a very good year. So mm, yeah, pretty much. I think we always write and make things based off what we know and see anyway. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes this story interesting and what was fun to, to act in and be a part of it was Chloe breaks the fourth wall, right? She's constantly talking to the audience. How did that element of the story play in? Yeah, actually, Jason, how, how did that happen? Uh? I, I, I don't even remember why we did that. I... <laughs> Yeah, like, 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 basically, um, I, I was, I was thinking about how to make the show unique, and I just happened to come across this, uh, uh show on, uh, Amazon Prime called Feedback, uh, who is, uh, which is written by Phoebe Wallerbridge, and it was, it was incredible. Like, 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 I, I, I came into it very low expectations, like you know, because I thought it's like, oh, it's just, um. Oh, it's just going to be another dry British comedy. And then uh, when her character broke the fourth wall and then started talking to the audience, I was like, holy shit, yeah, you know, this this would really work for our show as well. And um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how, that's how, that's how that happened. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I completely Feedback. forgot. I completely it, forgot how. Yeah, like, if you guys ever watch, like, I, I don't know if the three of you have all watched Feedback for, for reference, but like to anyone out there watching this, if you haven't watched Bleepet, please watch it. It's so good. It's so good. And I remember, I remember um, in the auditions, you guys actually were like, have you seen Fleabag? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I feel like I know exactly <laughs> what you want with you. Use. Um, but I love that, that part of her. Now the show has been out for about a week, almost a week. Um, and I've been getting a lot of feedback, actually, you guys, into my inbox oh, from okay. fans who are watching it. And people are loving it. In fact, I got a message last night and someone messaged me. And I guess she thought I like worked for MeWatch. But she was like, hey, how do I get the rest of the five episodes? <laughs> like, my, su- my subscription isn't working. Like, my card didn't work. And I was like, thank you for asking me. Yes. But this is... <laughs> This is a technical uh, error. I'm really <laughs> happy to hear that you really want to know what happens after episode five. 
a lot of people have also been comparing the show to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. It has that kind of vibe. That yet? I, I think because yeah. uh, the big two references that we took are feedback and you, I guess that's why. It feels kind of watch, in the same. I will watch like what episodes of you. I think, yeah, but uh, I mean, I I get where the comparisons come from because it's 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 like a new age, uh, serial killer. So yeah, like kind of serial killer, but not really a serial killer. Kind of it's new yeah. new age. I mean, people love their anti heroes. Yeah. It's a new it's an age of anti heroes. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's where the comparison yeah. comes from. Yeah. Yeah, she is the anti-hero. Chloe's character is really complex. And I feel like when people ask me to explain it, I always take a minute to really form an adequate sentence because she's just such a crazy bitch. So maybe you guys can <laughs> uh, break down. Maybe we can go in, in a circle. Maybe we can give three words each to describe who Chloe is. We can start with you, Jed. Ooh, I'm first. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna let them speak first. I'm gonna think about my words. Um, three words, huh? Ooh. Or who else? Whoever <sighs> has the words ready, I'll let you go first. Sorry, Dad. That was really quick. Yeah. No, no, loaded. No, it's all, I get it's it. Good. I was just like, no. The thing is, I'm like, I'm, I'm such a long-winded person. You ask me for three words, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Same. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we're we're, we're yeah, all yeah. very long-winded people. <laughs> talk a lot so. exactly i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> I, um yeah so if you guys have okay like, <laughs> one word okay maybe on. maybe i start with uh talking about like how we came up with chloe in the first place like because i remember uh me and jason went down to have a writer's writer something right at middle hop so basically we we were talking to the commissioners about the characters and all and then we started building a board based off what Chloe is and then we even talked about her her, her gender preference her sexual preference as well like where does she sway and then I remember we us talking about how she is she she's what uh? she she says sexual. yeah she says sexual right yeah yeah, yeah, care, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. He doesn't care, and then I mean, we have a lot of we have a lot of things that try to explain what she is. I, I, I actually, think, I actually think one of the defining moments that came uh for me because like I was like I had this character in my head for a very long time, but I was still having a little bit of trouble like defining uh, exactly what she is on paper. Uh, and uh, I was I was discussing. Oh my god, this is more than three words. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I was I was discussing I was discussing it with Jed and um I remember I, I don't know if you remember saying this but uh Jed was like uh, um we were outlining one particular episode and then Jed said that you know um she looked at my deeds and then she was saying that you know I don't think this is the way that like, we should go because Chloe as a character the way I see it she is not someone who would outright threaten people or use force to get what she wants. That what that's what makes her different from the other like anti uh, the other anti heroes that, that have been coming up. She's someone who uses who weaponizes motivation. And I think for me that that, that really clicked like like you know like someone who um basically uh uses uh yeah who basically uses motivation uh, and, and, and feel good, like, uh, sentences to basically get people to do what she wants. And she only uses force or, like, actually, like, 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 resorts to motto only if it's absolutely necessary. And, yeah, I, I, I think. Great, yeah. Great three words. Yeah, great three words. Like, like, more like three, three fucking <laughs> yeah. paragraphs. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay. There's another three paragraphs. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's, a master, she's a master manipulator. Like, that's what I took from you as well. Yeah. So, yeah. master manipulator. Um, yeah. So, sorry, Jed, you were about to add on that. No, 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 no worries. Um, I remember that actually, Jason. I remember, um, I think what we were talking about was the scene where she, um, talks to Bob, which, which is in the car park, right? So, that's when she's trying to, kind of use a heavier hand. So what we were talking about was the fact that um, for Chloe, you know, there are different stages. And 
And let's just say that in the beginning, and I feel like even in the beginning of time, I feel like murder isn't exactly on her plea. You know, no one goes out there and thinks, oh, I'm going to just murder my way up there. But, you know, it's like push comes to shove. And that was the interesting part. It's like, what would you do if you're pushing that scenario? And for her, um, you know, it was kind of like, you know, obviously she would sweet talk her way in. And this also has a lot to do with her background. So um, for me, it was very it was very important to emphasize like where she comes from because like, I don't, I didn't want it to be like, Oh, you know, she's crazy. Of course she's crazy. You know, it's like that, that's such a, that's such a weak ass motivation for anyone. It's like, Oh yeah. You know, Oh, she has the personality of course, you know, or stuff like that. So it's kind of like, if you look at her background, that's what makes her who she is. Um, you know, whether you pity her or not, um, her, I, I mean, what I think Jason and I were talking about and what I really wanted to, to emphasize on what we really liked was that, um, she has a complex background. Her dad was an actor and an, a narcissist probably. And it's like, you know, if you are raised by a narcissist and you are raised by someone who lives off image, who has people think he's a great guy, even though he's horrible, he's a horrible dad, you know, all that stuff, um, all the fun stuff. She, that's what she would pick up. And that's why from young, it's kind of like, maybe she wasn't, maybe her trajectory would have been different if she was raised differently, if she was whatever, I mean, you, you can always say it's inherent. Maybe she was inherently, um, you know, kind of sociopathic or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, so it's like, you know, her environment groomed her into becoming someone who relies on image, relies on trying to get people to like her. Um, but then, yeah, for I think for Bob's what we we're talking about was in the beginning, um, I think the dialogue was just a bit more like forceful, like it was an outright threat. And then what I said was, Look, if I was a manipulator, you, know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, hey, give me the role or else, because it's just, it's not, it's not what she would do, right? It's not smart enough for her. It's for her, it would be to make a veil kind of reference, which is kind of like, you know, um, ends up in, you know, me too. Now I have one, I have two words for you about me too. And then immediately it should click for him because if anything, if there's anyone who's afraid of that, it's the people who've been in the street for a really long time, you know, like Harvey, you know, all those people who've probably seen and done a lot of shit. And so it's like, oh shit, you know, she's bringing this up now. And it's, and everyone knows what Mitu is, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm sorry, that was, that was like six paragraphs, but. <laughs> yeah, you guys that are was really not, for me. You guys are really not answering my questions, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 but I get it, I get it. Um, uh, She's so complex. And yeah, and, and one thing I remember when you guys first introduced the character to me, you were like, Chloe's a sociopath. I was like, what? The fuck? So I actually spent some time doing a little research on what sociopathy is. And, and yeah, and, and what you just said, Jed, it's like with this character, you actually do have sympathy for her because you see her background and you see the reason that she is so narcissistic and has no empathy for others is, you know, it makes you wonder, is it her? Is it her father? And I love that these are the questions that create, you know, kind of a stir in our audience's mind. I think um, one of the things that uh, I wanted to do like in the script was um, I didn't want um, anyone to any any of the characters to, to straight up call Chloe a sociopath. I remember in an earlier draft, we we actually had a line where Joshua does like call her a sociopath, and then Jerry said like you know like cut it out. That's that's not what you want. And then I was like yeah, you know that's true. And um, part of the deal is that we 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 in order to direct you, you know, we have to tell you you know exactly like what kind of person she is and this this condition she is suffering from, but. Um, at the same time, um, I've, I've read somewhere that there probably like three out of ten people, uh, don't quote me on that, you know, three out of ten people actually uh, are actually, you know, suffering from antisocial personality disorder or, you know, more commonly known as sociopathy. And uh, most of these people don't go around like, like killing and, you know, committing crimes and shit. They just don't feel empathy for others. And... That's 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 kind of where I wanted to go go from when you were writing Chloe. Like how like how do you get into the head of someone who sees people and uh, you know, even like good causes as nothing more than tools to get ahead. And yeah, that's I think that's the closest I can get to summing up in one line. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's creepy that there are so many people in this world that are like that, isn't it? Like just that statistic, if it's true, I mean, that just gives me chills. And especially right now with the weird situation we're in. Humanity is so weird, you guys. Eh. <laughs> I think it's fun that it's weird. At least it makes it exciting. I, I don't know. I, I like to I like to find out about things. It, it's just pure curiosity that makes things exciting, I guess. Yeah, you know, like, 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 I mean, what fun would the world be if like, everyone was all like, uh, hey, I am this thing. Then yeah. You know already, then it just gets boring. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to move on to the next question. What was one of your most memorable scenes to, to film or to write? <laughs> I think mine would be probably the same as Jerry. I, I'm not, I'm not sure? very sure. Uh, the bar scene in episode four where, uh, uh, where Chloe and Joshua had their, their first proper showdown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember us reworking that scene like crazy and then me not knowing what what the fuck to do? I, I <laughs> think I'm pretty, sure to like, I'm pretty sure they were like eight drafts, eight, eight to ten drafts of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we it started. To... It started out as a car chase, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it, it did start. Yeah, kind of like as a car chase, and then like we we changed it. Like our producer was like, no, no, no more cars, no more cars, no, ma- no money very for cars. Very expensive. <laughs> a car ring, very expensive. <laughs> like, ah, so we had to we had to change it to something else. But yeah. Wait, 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 wait. The scene where Joshua and I have that confrontation where I break the glass. There was going to be a car chase. Yes, it was supposed to be. Like, he he takes a car, like, he takes a taxi and she, she, because Chloe drives, like, you know, she, she follows him around. Uh, I think that was supposed to be a thing and, like, there was supposed to be, No, no, he follows her, what? He follows her because he was following her to her house to find out more. To find ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then right. there was this moment where Chloe knows, and then she slows down, and then you are stuck by side, and then you look at him, and then and then you both yeah. just give each other this certain look, and, and then, then you both know. know that you know. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be think, like that, but yeah, yeah I think I think what what came out uh, after that, you know, that whole bar scene, I think it's a lot more exciting than that because that would have been very um how I put it, very very visual, like not. Not much. It's like, basically gonna be mystery, going mystery yeah, yeah. ice film, la. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dad? Which was your most memorable scene? Um, can I say that my my most memorable scene didn't make it into the final? Like, which one? Uh? <laughs> my my most memorable scene was like the initial draft I wrote for episode two, which was the fight between Chloe. Um and Chris, so that uh, was so. This is just like a fun fact kind of thing because that that didn't make it into the. That was the really the first draft. Do you remember that one, Jason? Uh, this, I don't know, man. <laughs> like like each it was episode, a long, it's a long, long, long like, like five yeah, so it's like thinking about it. So, yeah. Did it? Yeah. 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 So okay, did that it was, even come? Did it even come to me? Oh, well, I don't come, know. It went to the commissioners. To you, so. What was the draft? Like, like, oh, so what I was, what I was, I was happy about was just to to phrase that fight because I wanted to be between these two like really narcissistic kind of people, but at the same time I kind of wanted Chris to reveal more about his true self because we were talking about Jason and I were talking about how, um, you know, Chris is Chris is another complex character. I won't go into him, but um, the idea is because. Yeah, I was supposed to kind of set up that fight between them that led to her eventually killing him, right? So, I, I, I mean, I was happy with that, which is, um, um, I got them to kind of uh, attack each other. But more of just that Chris was, she was trying to tap on Chris's weak points, but Chris was also tapping on her weak points, which is her dad. So that was it. Got slightly more violent than it did in the in the in the actual script, which is right. probably good for production because it it was a little bit more drawn out because I felt like. If she was gonna kill him, it's like you know, it it, it takes that point. Like it t- it takes that much time. You have to get cut anyway. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. remember this like, because yeah, the only exactly. the only other previous draft I remember was like they were fighting in the living room, and then I I think we cut that out yeah. because like if we were going to do a rental house, you know, yeah. like it it wouldn't be possible to yeah, smash yeah, yeah, yeah. all that because shit. Because there was a there was yeah, a lot yeah. of mess. Like the way I I was, it was like he pushed her 
first because it was, you know, and you realize that this guy is violent. This guy gets violent with women. This guy, like, it's his tendency. And then there was a little bit of the alluding about him having done this before. Uh, yeah. Wow. And him when you say, do it like, again. Trashing a house, I just got like a, a yeah. vision of that Mr. and Mrs. Smith yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly right. Because house. it's like, that exactly would have been right. so hmm. cool, but I also understand yeah. how that maybe could not yeah. have happened. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. But in terms of um, yeah. my favorite, like the, the favorite, my favorite scene to write, that mm. was that. Yeah, for sure for sure. When she kills the man, I see you, girl. <laughs> yeah, it's I like, see, I see oh, you. get it. <laughs> I think it's always fun to do murder scenes. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it's always the, fun to the, do those. Yeah, that's the that, that kind of sentence can only fly in production. Yeah, honestly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't do it anywhere else. And then you realize that Jerry you can't. Is you one can of never three. say. The best is murder. You can't say that anywhere in any other industry. Yeah. <laughs> Except for... The- There's so many things you get, you get off. You, you can't get away with. him harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Choke him harder. Oh, so, so for me, I have two memorable scenes mm. and for two different reasons. The first uh, scene is memorable not because I love it, but because I actually think it gave me some sort of PTSD. And I'm talking about that disgusting club that we had to film in that smelt like the devil's anus. The one that burned down. The one that burned down a few months after. That gross and rancid that it actually (laughs) got burnt down. I can't guys, when we, when that scene (laughs) popped up on my screen, I actually had like a physical reaction and the smell hit me back. It was just, it was so sticky we moved the tables and it was sticky and there was glitter everywhere the toilet had stains on the wall had finger stains on the wall this is how much nobody gave a fuck about that place who found it who did this to us guys (laughs) it was me it was jerry i I don't know i was like it was jerry (laughs) our audience who are listening in guys i'm telling you this club was just you walk in in the middle of the day and you're transported into maybe a leftover scene from years of partying with no hygiene it's i can't even describe the smell was a combination of vomit dried vodka cranberry like stale beer and cigarettes the whole t- like every surface in this area had layers and like Jed said, it was sticky. Mm-hmm. I, the whole vibe was sticky, and it was just so. It was just such an interesting experience to to film in that. But and of course, the club burnt down. But I can't even tell you. But the thing wow. is, I, I I don't think I don't think they'll be able to tell because I think because they're they're very they're good they're they're filming they're and making the place look. Oh no, hundred percent. People are yeah. going to watch the scene and not even club i'm talking about but that's something that i'll never forget that the the fun no wait wait so talking talking about how disgusting the place is for you right Uh, so apparently some of the shots in that scene there were flies and you can (laughs) see in the shot i I regret see in the scene i regret not being able to go on set and date like it would be so funny you can see flies in the scene so Yeah. yeah Um, a few months after um, it, when it burned down, my my artist actually went back there because she was doing a recce for another like film that she was gonna do with her friend or a creative project. And then she only found out that it was burned out when they got there. Um, and then she was like, "Wow, it's burned out!" And the funny thing is, they managed to go in because there was no one there. So she just went in. She took pictures for me. She was like, Jed, is this not the place you built? And then I died. I was like, all these like pictures of like a beer tap that's like completely just melted. I was like, how did you even get in? And she was like, how we just walked in? <laughs> no one cares. And I was like, that was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. Ali really so wants to see those pictures, right? Yeah, she thought it was so funny. She was like, oh, oh my yeah. god, Jet, it's so seedy, it burned out. <laughs> it's so nasty, it died. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone said the same thing. I, I got so many, I got sent so many links um, by artists who were like, hey, this place. <laughs> it's I, gone. I, I, I am so yeah. amused that this 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 is the this was the location that gave you PTSD when we had a literal stand sandstorm on shoot. Okay, that was my second one. (laughs) That was my second memorable one, all right? That takes the cake. Um, uh, So, 
So let's let's just break this down to our audience, all right? We're talking about the final scene, you know, the the final scene. And um we're filming at the top of a rooftop. This was an overnight shoot. And everything's going fine. I dare say perfect. We are in fact above like we are beyond schedule. We are on time. We are getting the shots. And out of nowhere, in the middle of the scene between Naomi and myself, we can see in the background. I see it in her background. I'm really focused in on her. And I see strikes of lightning. And I start to get worried because we're on a rooftop. And of course, we have like filming equipment. And we've got sound guys holding their microphones and big metal rods. And out of nowhere, this freak sandstorm comes. And it's so bad that our AD starts yelling to everyone, like, everybody go to shelter, cover your eyes, close your eyes. <laughs> and all we can do is crouch wherever we are and close our eyes as the sand literally whips us in the face. That was ridiculous, like, you guys. Be- before, before even the close your eyes things happen, right? I think Darren was the first one to spot it because I think the wind came in first before the sand. So apparently one of the lights almost dropped off the the building yeah. and then Darren yeah. went over yeah, to everyone pull was it shouting. Up. So and then the yeah, fact, yeah, it, was, it was stopping over yeah. over over the edge really. You, it was like you could see the whirlpools, the tornadoes. Yeah, the sand then just came in. Like it was it was it, it was fucking ridiculous because like I remember I was there and then there was this like moment of stunned silence that is, is this a fucking sandstorm in Singapore? Like, like am I, am I really, yeah, right? am I yeah. really seeing Yeah, that was the exact reaction. <laughs> I was like, what sand? Where? Like, and then everyone was like, no, 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 it's dirt from the rooftop. I was like, it's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> it was everywhere. I was like, like, like it, yeah. It, it, yeah, it guys, was stuck in my fake eyelashes. We went, yeah, we, yeah. we went to pause shoot and everyone had to like yeah. and run for shelter. Lucky we did because following the freak out of nowhere yeah. sandstorm came like thunder and lightning and it, it was just a storm storm really? a storm <laughs> storm but guys i went downstairs yeah. and i literally had bits of gravel and sand stuck in my the glue of my eyelashes <laughs> that's how intense like, the sand I mean, to put into context i, I think i think we're not making it look serious enough yeah I, I, because i i remember it was like a disaster movie it was like a literal disaster movie that was like the wind was like like fucking 20 kilometers an hour or some shit there were like like things falling everywhere, people screaming, scrambling, picking up whatever we could, and yeah, the like crew, the crew, the crew had to dismount every single light that were that were on the rooftop, and there were no lights on the rooftop when we went there, so we had to build the entire light setup. So there were more than ten lights to strip off before so it's the rain like, came. How heavy are the lights? I think about like 10, 20 kilos, right? Yeah, yeah, ten twenty kilos, and then like before they ran to safety, all the grips had to had to dismantle all of them. I remember, remember Kai, remember what Kai did. Yeah, Kai wanted to yeah. help, but then <laughs> Kai wanted to help. Like he was like he's, he's such a nice guy. He's completely different from yeah. the, the character he, he plays in the show. And like I remember, like while everyone was running to safety, he was like we're, we're going around to the grips like hey, help, help. and then our AD was like, "Get your fucking ass, push shut up now." Yeah. Never. The, the first thing you should never do right is to get your actors injured once your actor is injured you can never replace them yeah exactly and, and he, was, he was he was so nice he was like, like, like he didn't give a shit about himself like, oh, he was like still trying to help and then like like Kate Bond was just like fuck you man right now right now <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah. That, was, was mean, so that, that whole scene the bigger picture of what was going on behind what you guys saw in Chloe was worth being a it was basically a movie scene itself <laughs> and what's crazy is that the scene that we were filming was also like like the peak of the show it was the climax where all the shit was gonna go it, down so even as it, like us actors we were so in the moment of shit about to pop off Whew, it was also it was also on halloween right i remember jet you're dressed up right oh yeah it was, it was on halloween yeah it was on halloween yeah. <laughs> we did because every Every year for like a few years now, I keep saying Halloween is when I will dress up and have fun and go party. And then every year on Halloween, I'm working. And so this, that, so so last year I was like, no, fuck this. (laughs) Fuck this. I'm going on set in costume. And so uh, my art team and the makeup and wardrobe team, we were all very coordinated. We were like, guys, we want to dress up for Halloween. And 
they were all like, yeah. And then they like committed. Like I remember uh, wardrobe was, wow, they were so they, committed. They, they came as a coven. <laughs> they wore like black. They had, like, I mean, I mean, Claire, Claire, Claire is a cosplayer as well. Uh, so yeah, I Claire, know, I yeah. she was, yeah, they were so yeah. down. They were so down. Yeah. So we, so we coordinated that and we were like, okay, so we had fun. Um, preparing for that in the day we were like okay costume but then at night it was like work and then said so <laughs> and then yeah and yeah and then the morning was exfoliation <laughs> so, so much I, oh yeah uh, <laughs> so, I, I'm so sad that we didn't get any footage of that like, like that was there were some bites uh, so you can uh, listen to our AD shout uh. Uh, oh yeah <laughs> we have we have like residual sound bites of Pei just shouting and screaming get to shelter close your eyes close your eyes you know what? I, I don't think I I think I only know Pei Huang yelling and screaming. I don't know her normal. Oh yeah, that, that is... <laughs> all the experience we've had. She's with doing her. her job. Then she's doing her job. She's just <laughs> yelling at me. She's screaming at all That's of us. She's just being so crash. She's being amazing. If I ever see her now, just be normal. I'm gonna be really confused. I'm gonna be like, are you? <laughs> I mean, I I, I I did have drinks with her before before meeting her as an AD formally. Like, uh, I had drinks with her because I knew her friend who was a makeup artist. So we had drinks before we even, I even knew she was an AD at all. So I knew her, I knew her drinking side before even her AD side. So it was quite fun. Is it very similar? <laughs> Is it not the same? It's not the same. Is she just she, like she's, yelling she's at just, everybody? She's just so much more girlier. Like when she drinks. Oh, yeah, everyone's very, yeah. drinking, chilling self would be so different than everyone on set though. Like <laughs> it is so different. Like everyone is cool to chill with and everything. Is it no, I, I feel like Alex set. is the same, so <laughs> maybe for you, see you you can be the same, but everyone else is like stressed as fuck. <laughs> I'm also stressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but like for you, it's like, okay, you know, your, your, your personality is just, you are yeah. so chill. Like I just say for Jerry, he's so chill that he, like he won't really be rattled and everything. And that's why he like suits, like he, he was the director. And so he had that director, like, you know, uh, temperament and all that stuff. And then, you know, Pei Wan as AD was just like, everyone get to work. You know, we got, got to make you on time. And she was the one that like wrapped us on time, wrapped us early, you know, try her best yeah. to like, that, that was like, like running around everywhere. No, she's yeah, great. She, she's yeah, so she's, good. Kong, if you're listening to this, like, thank you for yelling at us, really. Like, we, it worked. It, <laughs> it worked. worked. <laughs> yeah. I put her through so much shit, like, so, uh, I'm very worked out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, I have a final question uh, before we start to wrap this down. Um, uh, and... For people who are, you know, getting into Chloe now, what are some of the, the topics and feelings that you hope this show pulls out of them? What, what do you want the audience to This is such a this is going to be a very long conversation for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. Well, I, I guess Honey can edit it. He's cut out half of what we say. Fine. Just choose right, the best uh, bit. Uh, Jason, you want to go first? Wow, oh, I I am gonna take a very long time. <laughs> Oh. But I, I think I think actually Jerry and I were just talking about this yesterday. Like, um, we, <coughs> the two of us, like we started working together because, and, and indeed everyone at Jewel Studios, we we start, we all started working together because, um, our goal is to kind of get rid of the stigma that local, like that local media has, like. A lot of people, like, when they say, you know, all, when they see all the new local shows coming out, um, very, very sadly, like, most of their reactions is going to be, uh, be crap, you know, it's just going to be propaganda and whatnot. And I think that's, that's very sad because there are, there are a lot of very talented people out there. Um, uh, people who have done, biggest... yeah. 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 People Sorry. who have, uh, yeah, people who have done, um, very very good work and a lot of it goes under the radar because they simply don't have the budget for marketing or you know it, uh, it wasn't picked up by media corp or something like that and i think that's very sad so if anything um if there's only going to be one thing that uh that, that clearly can bring up for people it's my hope is that uh people will look at it and be like you know oh it's not it's not really like anything else out there and you know this and there's so much potential in uh, our local filmmakers that they can make, if we can make something that gets people's attention, 
you know, hopefully it'll get people to support others as well. Yeah, if that's one thing that I hope Chloe, uh, people take out of Chloe, it's that. I completely agree. You know, there's this saying that people would say, oh, that's actually pretty good for Singapore. Like, take away yeah. the for Singapore. Let's take that away completely. It's good enough. You know? It's it's very okay. it's it's very it's sometimes quite disheartening to hear like it's good for a Singaporean production because it feels like they're looking down on it in a sense. But at the same time, you know that's not what they really, really actually mean because they've experienced a lot of bad shows before that they do not enjoy from Singapore, but they actually enjoy this and then they just I mean, we are, it's, it's human to do it. We, we just compare to the closest thing we understand. So I think it's human to do it, but like, it's just disheartening to us. And I'm, I'm glad that they are trying to give, uh, Chloe a chance. So because I, I guess that's what most Singaporean creators want, at least a chance to prove you wrong kind of thing. So I mean, you can say my show is bad, but at least watch it first rather than, eee, this show sucks before even getting into it. You get what I mean? Like, I think, like, I think most Singaporeans should give Singaporean media a chance, at least a chance to put them on. I yeah. think that's something that we really we, want we, to we, we, we don't need you to, we don't need you to give us money. We don't need you to, like, like fucking worship us or, you know, like whatever. We just need you to let us get the foot, get our foot in the door. And it's like, yeah. The more you do, the more you understand what's wrong. It's like, the more, the more you give Singaporeans a chance to prove you wrong, the more they know they are wrong, the more they'll improve, the better their work will get. But it's because we don't get to prove ourselves and we don't get to do more. A lot of Singaporean content just stays stagnant because you don't get to try. You don't get to uh, experience and experiment and, and play with things. So that's quite sad, I think, I feel. But, uh, I mean, looking back as well, when we were first doing the series, I think, I think we wanted to tell some things in the series. There were specific things that we wanted to show, themes, yeah. Like things like social media and how, like, in in the first place, we wanted to show how, like, uh, social media is sort of, I I don't know how to put these properly in words, but in a sense, like, it's, it's, we're trying to talk about how bad it could be, but at the same time, how. Not really, like, yeah, at the same time, like, I, I think the problem with a lot of shows about social media is that, you know, like, it's always like, oh, social media is bad, you know, human interaction is best, IRL for life, you know, like, yeah. that, so, so and, for, and influences are shallow, but like... For I, example, okay, for example, like, uh, social media is the thing that took down and destroyed Anna in her story arc, right? Yeah. So, but at the same time, right, it's her confessing, not really confessing, talking to her audiences through social media that she gained that confidence to go out there again. So we're trying to show like the idea that it's like, it can be used for, it can be used for, for good purposes, it can be used for bad purposes. Yeah, just um, like how people yeah. talk about guns. <laughs> oh, man. let's not get into that. <laughs> this is not a political podcast, let's not get into that. <laughs> No, I'm kidding, but like, uh, that's one of the themes. Then another thing that I think we really wanted to tell was like, uh, we, we had the idea of like having, I think every character has this sort of, uh, subtle thing where they have like mental issues or issues where they can't really, uh, get over. Like, for example, we, we, we had, uh, okay. So in the example that if Chloe is a sociopath, then, and then have sociopathic, uh, tendencies, then, Joshua is a little bit depressed. He has a little bit of depression kind of thing. And then Anna has something as well. So, and, and so does Bob. So we wanted to portray in a way where it's not like the whole, uh, I'm depressed. I need to tell the audiences that this character is depressed. And then he says that he's depressed or another character says that he's depressed. Like we didn't want to do that. Or we wanted to really stray away from that. And we wanted to try as much as possible. We don't know if it comes out on screen. We hope it does, but we knew we didn't want to address it in a way that is like just verbal. We wanted to address it through the actions of the characters. And I think we told, uh, 
I, I think we talked to you guys about it before. Uh, I think we talked to the other character, uh, like for example, to Kishan. I told him like, your character has depression, but I don't want you to have the, have the mindset that depression means sad or depression means whatever. Just follow what your character is. Then, but I will just let you know at the back of your head, you have depression. But don't think so much about it because at the end of the day, you know, you, let, let's say a person who has it knows that he has it, but it's not like he has, he is in control of it. Of it. it, it, it's subconscious. And I just wanted that to be something there. Lah. And I think that's something that Jason has been wanting to uh, do as well when he was writing it. Because we, I remember us talking about it and he was very, he was quite uh, strong about not wanting to say the word depression inside or any other things like that verbally. So I think, I think we kind of made it happen, kind of, I guess. I, I, I feel like it was no, sidelined. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Hadi, sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to say like one thing that. I think people on our people who watch the show will get. I mean, first of all, it is a really good show. It is a great production. Like it looks, it looks great. Like it's just so well put together. But also the characters represent themes that are worth talking about in our society, that are worth exploring, that are not explored enough, that are not brought to the forefront of our tables enough. And I hope that when people watch this, apart from being entertained by these characters, it does make them consider these topics, you know, feminism, yeah. empowerment, yeah. mental health. Like when, um, bullying. when Jason, like, I'm going to go back to the start because it all started when Jason approached me. For me, it started when Jason approached me. So, um, I'm going to keep this brief. So, uh, <laughs> Jason, so it started when Jason insta messaged me. So Jason is my, Jason was my senior in poly. We were both in a creative writing course. He was in the first batch ever. I was in a second batch ever. So he insta messaged me on, on Instagram because I was on this rampage about the Game of Thrones <laughs> final. I was on this absolute rampage. I was just like, I was posting my stories. I was just like, oh no, like I can't take this. So I was posting all these articles. I was posting what I thought about it. Um, and I was talking about how um, I thought it was a shit show because the Game of Thrones, um, I don't know if you know this, Game of Thrones writer's room had seen it, like very, very little women or I think it was not at all. And I was just like, this is why this happened. Um, and anyway, so Jason was like, hey, shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he was like, hey, I'm uh, developing this series uh, with Jewel. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he was like, hey, uh, <laughs> do you want to have a look at it? And, and stuff like that. So that's when I came on board because I was like, okay, it sounds cool. Um, you know, because he was pitching me about these two girls who who start off kind of, it's a seesaw thing, right? Because Chloe starts off not caring about anyone and Anna's this kind of like person who's super empathetic, who, who, who appears to be very, very nice. And the idea that the both of them just end up on this equal ground um, and, and become friends. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm always here for female friendship. That was like, that was what I signed up for. Right. It's like, um, yeah. So what I hope that the audience would take away from it is, um, well, first thing is that everyone has baggage. I feel like in lockdown, that's like super apparent to me because all my friends are having crisis every week. It's like, I have learned this new thing about myself. And I just want to talk about when I was five years old. And, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and yeah, because it's, no, it's true. Yeah. It's yeah, a time so for introspection. Finally, yeah. have time to reflect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone is starting to unpackage their baggage. So for me, it was very important to to talk about baggage, just about how everyone comes from a certain place, and which is why we we're talking about just now. Is it Chloe? Is it her dad? You know. So um, that's that's important. Um, and also just to to say that you know, let's say someone like Chloe who 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 really grew up in in a really broken kind of fucked up family versus someone like Anna who comes from a really um, warm, very loving family, you know, it's also to, to say that, you know, everyone comes, I mean, you, everyone comes from a certain place that you, we should try to understand. Like, on the surface, you might think, oh, why is this person like that? Why, you know, it applies to real life too, because you don't know where they came from, you don't know what they picked up. And it's it's how we should be conscious about the stuff that we pass on, or, you know, our parents pass on, or everything is hereditary. We, we inherit the traumas of, you know, past generations. Anyways, not that it's so, um, so that was that. The second thing I really wanted was the, the, um, I mean, yeah, the idea of, of women should be given the, tr like, the, the chance to, to, 
to choose, you know, and, and this, I mean, one thing that Jason and I talked about was just the idea that, you know, um, one thing we really wanted to get across was it's not any of their faults. So you can't, you shouldn't be judging someone on like, hey, you have sex tape. Oh, you have sex, you bad, you know, uh, women having sex are sluts or whatever it is, right? Because that's fucked up. And that was the message. The message was supposed to be um, that, you know, why are you chastising these women when, when actually the, the real problem are the men? <laughs> like, or, or whatever it is. But the idea is just wherever it comes from, you know, not blaming any gender. Gee, Jen, you know, I, uh, feel, I feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so, yeah, are you gonna not all men me? Are you gonna not all men me? But yeah, so yeah, the idea is just that you know, these women like I mean, it just happens at elites, and maybe you can just say, oh, you know, maybe you should be more conscious about this whole sex tape thing. Sure, um, but at the end of the day, you know, people have the freedom to choose, and that's why I like that Anna didn't apologize in our apology. It was just more of this wasn't meant for public consumption. This was private. You know, you shouldn't be made to apologize for doing something that was within your right to do that you said yes to. You know, that's, yeah. So that's the second thing. The last thing for me is the, the idea that image, I mean, we, this is a huge theme in this, the story, right? Which is that image is cultivated. Um, and sometimes it's just like you, you know, the people that we might like a lot, um, get away with things because of the image that's cultivated. So for me, it's not so much about social media. It's just, be conscious of what you consume. So let's say people like Harvey, you know, the reason why Me Too was a huge thing is because, I mean, okay, people already knew it was fucked up, but the idea is just no one wanted to say it, you know? And same thing for, uh, like, Chris. I mean, one thing we worked in the story, Jason, which I think wasn't there before. It was just that, oh, Chris was fucked up. But one thing I, I remember suggesting to you was because of the Burning Sun scandal, um, you know, with Big Bang, like with, with um, Song yeah. and Big Bang. So this huge Korean scandal, right, where yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and Big Bang had, was part of this you know, prostitution yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. They had a whole yes. chat group exactly. that was disgusting. Yep. Disgusting. And it's a whole bro kind of thing, bro thing. So, yeah, exactly. And so we were like, I, so I, I said, you know what? I feel like it should be, we should talk about the fact that this, this is a cultivated thing. This is a thing that people support each other on and it's disgusting. Yeah. So I that know. was something else we wanted to uh, do. Predators protect predators. Oh, like there's just exactly there's so much Jen, I can really just have you on for an episode of just so we're clear because there is so it's so loaded. There are so many angles that we can really branch off in the representation of Chloe and all the like the nuances, even like the supporting characters, what they represent in like a greater scale of our society. Um so there is a lot to take away from this show. Again, I'm not just going to say it because we did it, but it is a really good show. It's really forward thinking. It's brave, you know, and, and if anything right now with this new normal shit flying around, these are the kind of topics and conversations that we want to prompt people to have to maybe think deeper about. So yes, it's not just entertaining. It yeah. makes you there, think. There is Look at that. there is something that I'm very curious about though. Like uh because okay, talk, talking like Jet talking about like the whole uh getting a female on board in the writing team or or, or things like that, right? And then uh, I we actually considered getting a female director instead as well. But uh I I couldn't I couldn't find anyone who could understand the essence of the story and I decided to just do it myself but I had this problem of not knowing whether I am being sensitive enough to the female characters and there are a lot of female characters in the show so I'm just curious what you guys would think about like a very female centric show being done by a lot of males <laughs> you, you get what I mean this has been something that's been talked about a lot, but just want to know. Oh my god! Yeah, I like <laughs> I, I didn't want to go there, but like uh, but because like it is will take a very long time to unpack. But yeah, what, what do you guys think? Because that that was that was a very big concern for me and Jerry when we were first starting up. Sure. You know, to be honest, yeah. to be honest, I never felt for one second that there was any sway towards, you know, how it was made because you guys are dudes. Really, actually, if you think about on set, it was a very female, strong production. 
And I'm not just saying the characters, but behind the scenes as well, the art department, the makeup department, the wardrobe department, like there was a good balance of, you know, feminine power and the masculine side. Um, and I think that that really kind of, it showed itself in the show. You didn't, like Jed said, like, um, yeah, Anna's character, which easily could have fallen into the box of, you know, like you're very demure, dismissive, like, you know, very sensitive, young little girl. She didn't apologize. So even if she had the chance to kind of live up to the stereotype, it wasn't her. We were, yeah, I felt like it was done quite well. I don't know. I, I don't feel any different that you guys did. And also you guys are, you guys are very modern guys. You're very forward and open-minded. So I didn't, and I didn't even feel for a second, even just getting to know you on a, on a personal basis. I didn't think for a second that your ideals were ever outdated. So I didn't feel anything towards you guys being the men behind a show that touches on a lot of female topics. Yeah, because some people would prefer like more female, like the whole idea of like, oh, because it's more female-centric, females understand it better, mm -hmm. hence females should write it or direct it kind of thing. You, you know where that goes. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I feel great about statements like yeah. that because that's not feminism. Like, that's not. It's equal opportunity, right? It's not about being a gender that gives you the upper hand to be a part of a project. It's about your what you can offer in terms of, of your creativity and your talent. So yeah. that's my stance on it. Yeah. Jed, you were about to say something, right? I, I have a lot of feelings about this, but um, I want Jed to go first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, 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 Jason, go ahead. No, <laughs> <Jason, they> <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. No, go it's going to take me a really first. long time. It's going to take me a really long time. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. okay. It's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll go on after you. Just, just Okay, wait, 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 wait. I got to check the time, guys. <laughs> yeah. no, over. This is like a, this is a chat. Now we're going on to a whole new, a whole new chat. Um. Uh, okay, Jed, I'm going to let you answer this one quickly. And then I'm going to close it off because... Whilst this is a great topic, sure, no worries. This is a whole topic in itself. Yeah. Um, okay. So I feel like um, I mean I, I know this is a very on hindsight thing, and maybe we should chat about this like on a private chat. <laughs> like that would be cool to chat about. I feel, but like, um, yeah, I'm just gonna summarize it because I don't. I I mean I don't. I feel like there's there's definitely not enough time to to, to talk about like that whole aspect of it because there's a lot, like Jason said. But um, for me, I feel like when Jason first approached me, I definitely saw how it could be problematic um, not having not having um, any, like, consultation of, 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 like, any of these things. Like, you know, if you, especially if you want to do, like, a, a more intimate kind of look into these, like, lead female characters. And, and I guess the fact that, um, I guess, Joel is very predominantly male, <laughs> predominant, like, very masculine energies, um, very bro. Uh, yeah, I guess that was, that was the thing. And I, I mean, I, I appreciated that Jason like reached out to me amidst my very feminist rant, um, you know, about all male writer rooms and stuff like that. So, I mean, I really appreciate the effort that, you know, you, you, you did to reach out. Um, and th like you said, honey, with, you know, the idea that, um, uh, that Anna didn't apologize. I feel like those elements are very key, which is one thing I, I mean, Jason's intention was to bring it on because he wanted to make sure that in the beginning, um, like you, you always lay the foundation with the script, whatever goes to the director goes to the director after that. But, you know, and, and I get, you know, Jerry was there for, for, for uh, some of the meetings that we had. Um, I, I mean, we can't really see anything now because it's on hindsight. I feel like, we would only know what a female director would bring if we had a female director, but it's like, you know, it's very on hindsight. Like I wouldn't be able to see whether it was bad or, or good or whatever, but yeah, I mean, I think having for me in general, when it, whether it has to do with like women's issues or anything, I do feel like having women on the creative team does help things. I feel like it, it gives you perspective. There are things that you just say no to and you're just like, no, just no, you know? So I, I think it's important no matter what. Yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> cool. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking a minute to um, break down Chloe. I feel like ugh, there's just so much on, like there's so much more to say. There's so much more to add about this. Who knows? Maybe when the whole season is finally out free for everyone to view, maybe we can even base it on um, the feedback that I get from our audience. Maybe people are curious and want to know more. Maybe we can even open up a discussion 
with fans if they'd like to, because I think that that's something that would be really valuable to get out of this, um, to hear back from the audience. Uh, so fingers crossed. And also that power lies with you to the listeners. If you guys want to hear more, hit us up, let's make it happen. Let's connect and let's support each other and kind of bring up our talents and our community and Singapore, um, just through hashtag support local. Uh, but guys, thank you once again. I will be probably catching you here and there. Yeah. Um, and have a good rest of the CB, which is only like a while more five hundred days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is which is only the rest of our lives. So it's only a all, month and a half more. No, it's only. It's just the rest of twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> but stay hopeful. <laughs> stay healthy. And yeah, guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for having us yeah. on.